Okay, hello everybody. Today is Thursday, and normally on Thursdays, I do a segment about the disappearance of Donna Lass from 1970. However, there is some breaking news, and anyone listening to this in the future, I'm sure it's going to be just as relevant, but there has been an upsurge, a roar of media that has been surrounding a particular Zodiac Killer suspect named Gary Francis Post, and I had not learned about him until recently. To share with you guys about how I came into this subject, I'm very difficult to get in touch with. One of the reasons why I don't post my phone number publicly online is because even if you had it, you wouldn't be able to get in touch with me. I don't have any kind of vibrate mode. I don't have any ringer. I don't like those things. I think they're a little bit annoying. My family gets on my case all the time about that. Hey, I was trying to call you. I'm like, yeah, I don't use the ringer. I just, I see the missed calls and I reply. Probably should do something about that, but no, nah, I probably shouldn't. I like the way things are. So I sat down and I had a cup of coffee in one hand. I had my phone in the other. And I just decided to check and see what's going on in the world. And a swarm of notifications came my way from people in the comments section on YouTube, people writing to the email address blackboxonlineradio at AOL.com, anybody can write there, as well as DMs on Instagram. People are saying, hey, did you see the Zodiac Killer mystery has been solved? And it was a guy named Gary Francis Post. And... I immediately went to Google to see what was going on, and I saw that investigators had determined that, indeed, Gary Francis Post has been identified as the Zodiac Killer. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, he hasn't. So many of the news sources, whether it was Fox News or TMZ or maybe even CBS, I think I read an article from them about this, it said a team of independent investigators had determined that the Zodiac Killer mystery was solved. And I'm really going to try and control myself and not just spew out a giant barrage of curse words. So, no matter what, suspects, guilty or innocent, this is a giant load of... Dirty, rotten, dopey-headed, giant piles of horse crap when it comes to clickbait. It's a clickbait surge for the internet on a slow news day, as many people have said. For some reason, that term has come up a couple times in um, the messages that I have received. But I would like to go over to an article from Newsweek.com because, I mean, I just want to reiterate that one point. It is pathetic that people are going to try and say the Zodiac Killer mystery has been solved, when it it hasn't. Law enforcement has not said so. The FBI has not said so. None of the people who actually have the authority to say that this guy is actually the Zodiac Killer have confirmed that. Instead, instead, they um, are saying that a group of independent investigators determined that their chosen suspect was the Zodiac. Well, why can't I get up there and say that Oh yeah, I'm uh, Ned DeHaan from Black Box Online Radio. I'm uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I solved the Zodiac Killer mystery, and um, whatever suspect that I put forward, and I can say independent investigator, has solved the Zodiac case and identified the killer. 
I'll just go to an article from Newsweek to help us out. This is Newsweek.com. A team of independent investigators claim they have uncovered the identity of the Zodiac Killer, a long unidentified serial killer directly connected to five murders in the late 1960s, but claimed to have murdered 37. The group is known as the Case Breakers, a team of expert investigators, and they told Fox News in a story published online Wednesday that they believe the infamous killer's true identity is Gary Francis Post. Unfortunately, even if they are correct, authorities will not have a confession from Post, who died in 2018. The Zodiac Killer rose to notoriety for concealing his identity and committing a series of killings in 1968 and 69, and because he sent letters to the media containing complex clues. So, um, big thank you to, uh, Newsweek for that. But, um, this group, the Case Breakers, is actually a group of about 40 people, it says, and they come from a variety of backgrounds, but some seem to be ex-military intelligence, others seem to be ex-law enforcement. They even have a website called thecasebreakers.org, and there they have a PDF of a uh, special press release that they have done for, um, Gary Francis Post, their suspect. I'm... I'm having a little bit of trouble identifying his exact date of birth. You think they would have posted that very clearly? I mean, if they do, if they're if they're, if they're serious about this particular suspect, but um, I'll read from thecasebreakers.org. The Casebreakers renowned forensic team has given a remote location to dig up the guns and learn the identity of the Zodiac Killer, a California psychopath who shot, stabbed, or choked to death possibly as many as ten victims between 1962. In 1970, okay, the Zodiac Killer definitely shot his victims, Lake Monroe, Blue Rock Springs, and the Stein murder. The Zodiac definitely stabbed victims at Lake Berryessa, choked to death. I even had to think, which victim was choked to death? None of them. None of them. I just um, think that's a false statement. Remaining a mystery all these years, he is said to be revealed through a high Sierra CSI or ballistics fingerprints and DNA are expected to be harvested. What? What? They're saying they identified the killer before the DNA has been harvested? Are you hearing this? I mean, this, is, this isn't from some type of um, news bureau that is trying to manipulate the story and blow it out of proportion. This is from their own website, The Case Breakers, this group of about 40 people who claims to have solved the mystery. They have not harvested the DNA yet. I mean... They're the ones who are spreading this pile of horse crap that I referred to from the beginning. The Volunteer Task Force claims to have identified more crime scenes with the Madman's M.O. and a signature on a trail stretching from San Diego to Lake Tahoe. Yeah, alright, um, I'll believe it when I see it, and I've said very clearly, if law enforcement comes to a consensus on a suspect, and they say that they found somebody's DNA or somebody's fingerprints or something, some way, somehow, um, that connects a, a single suspect to the crimes. I'm not going to uh, be one of those avid deniers, but when I read the headline, I was like, all right, we've had a lot of discoveries going on. The 340 cipher was solved. The Bates had to die letters were proven to have been a hoax. And then Somebody posted something about how they identified the Zodiac Killer, and I was like, well, let's see what's going on. Could this actually be the breakthrough in the case? And also, could this be a suspect that had flown under the radar? Well, I'm going to go to uh, an article from sfist.com. 
maybe it's pronounced S-Fist. It looks like it's FSSFist.com, though. And I actually really liked this one. It was written by J. Barman, B-A-R-M-A-N, and giving a big shout-out to him because I really liked the way that this one was structured because most of the articles were actually just paraphrasing a particular post, and um, I'll say that something about that in a second. It must be a slow news week because dozens of news sites, including... Fox News and TMZ clamored to publish a press release today from a group of internet sleuths claiming to have solved the 53-year-old mystery of the Zodiac Killer. All right, that should be an instant red flag. If this is coming from Fox News and TMZ, especially TMZ, majorly TMZ, what credibility does it really have? I mean, that's a celebrity gossip site. Their suspect is named Gary Francis Pope. Post, who died in 2018, and maybe resembles one of the composite sketches. That also really bothers me. They're just like, well, maybe he looks like the sketch. Or they're saying that they might have his DNA. I mean, I don't know, maybe he was Jesus reincarnated, maybe this, maybe that. Maybe he was a walking, talking, alien, space robot. Who the flip knows? I mean, maybe this, maybe that. This group calling themselves the Case Breakers claimed in 2018 to have also solved the infamous D.B. Cooper hijacking. So I think, um, I think this article is even insinuating that this group of people is just kind of, uh, making a bunch of noise, even though they don't, um, no, they don't have certainty of any of their claims. D.B. Cooper is another confounding cold case over the decades that has produced an enormous amount of suspects. In that case, one of the case breakers involved, Frick Sherwood, claimed to have a personal connection to the suspect they fingered. Sherwood said that he served in Vietnam with longtime D.B. Cooper suspect Robert Rackstraw, a San Diego man who was eliminated as a suspect by the FBI in 1971. He died in 2019 after saying for that the case breakers had ruined his life. And, um, yeah, they identified him in 2018, one more time, and he died a year after that, but he thought that his life had been ruined. The 40-plus member team of Casebreakers includes a number of individuals calling themselves private investigators and trying to sound important on Twitter. This is why I like this article. They're, uh, being rather honest. In the Zodiac case, they're pointing to Kerry Francis Post, an Air Force veteran who died in 2018. And as I was trying to read through um, the news coverage about Gary Post, I noticed that um, many places were just repeating a single article, like many websites just had the exact same text or paraphrasing a certain text. But I did encounter one, and I thought it was in this one, but it must have been, might have been that CBS News 13, which said that Gary Post um, was a house painter. He was referred to as an Air Force veteran and house painter. So um, I, I don't know if that's what he did for the majority of his career, but that definitely was an occupation that he was reported to have had from this uh, explosion of news coverage that has happened in the last 24 hours. The evidence they're using to make this claim includes comparisons of photographs to the Zodiac composite sketch. That is not helpful. I mean, anybody can go up and down and find a photo of somebody wearing dark rim glasses. Or how about this one? How about this one? Let's find a photo of a... Caucasian male. End of story, which is pretty much all they did. And um, the evidence they're using to make this claim includes comparisons of the photographs to the composite sketches pointing to somewhat 
familiar forehead creases that they say include a distinctive scar. I mean, I'm really quite curious how they know that those uh, marks on the Zodiac's forehead are scars, or that one particular mark is a scar. Interestingly enough, I asked Richard Granella of ZodiacCiphers.com about this a couple months ago, because Thomas Henry Horan, who is the host of the Stones Unturned podcast, made a comment about how nobody ever talks about the scars on the sketch, like on, like on the person's neck, the composite sketch features at least three distinct scars. He's like, no one ever talks about these scars. And because Thomas Henry Horn was doing a show, I guess the light was done in a certain way. And as soon as he put up the composite, I mean, I looked and it really became very obvious that the um, scars just seemed much bolder for some reason. And that's when he first made the comment. And then after somebody had posted a photo of the composite in a Facebook group, I asked Richard Grinnell, has there ever been any report to your knowledge about the Zodiac Killer having scars, or are those just extra details that have been added by the artist? And um, Richard Grinnell said that he thought those were just details that have been added by the artist, lines to show um, certain creases and so on. And if anything, the um, lines on the forehead show the age of the victim rather than... Um, actually being scars. I don't know how they would know that they're scars, because Richard's next response was he has never read or heard anything about the Zodiac Killer having scars, especially not on the neck. That's what we were discussing, but on the forehead all the same. And I think that that's pretty pathetic. Oh, well, this guy had um a scar on his forehead, therefore he's the Zodiac Killer. I mean, see, the stuff you're going to need are DNA, fingerprints, maybe a palm print, and so on. Not just, well, he has a scar on his forehead, and um, the Zodiac had some creases on his line, which were most likely wrinkles. I mean, I have wrinkles on my forehead, too. Am I guilty of something? I'm guilty of many things, but not crimes in the 1960s. The other thing the case breakers claim they have is proof that the Zodiac killed a woman in Riverside named Sherry Jo Bates in 1966, and that's been debunked by the Riverside PD. Well, I don't think that's an exact statement. How about this one? It is highly unlikely that Riverside PD is going to say that the Zodiac Killer murdered Sherry Jo Bates. I've been a very loud voice for quite some time now that I don't think the Zodiac Killer had anything to do with Sherry Jo Bates's actual murder. But they do have a quotation here where it says, Is there a chance that Gary Post killed Sherry Jo Bates? No, says Riverside Police Officer. Ryan Railsback speaking to the Chronicle today. If you read what the case breakers put out, it's all circumstantial evidence. It's not a whole lot. Well, what are some other pieces of evidence they have um, about Gary Post being the Zodiac Killer? First, I would want to share something with you guys that I just found mostly independently. I mean, I was just trying to Google Gary Post and see what would come up. And what I actually found was that he did have an arrest record, and if this is the same guy, it says Gary Francis Post is all spelled the same. This is arrest number 160222-0126. I got this on findmugshots.com. And firstly, his um his height is listed as six feet tall, and his weight is listed at 175 pounds, but he was 78 years old at the time of this arrest in um, Groveland, California, 
I'm from West Virginia, so I have no idea what that means. But more importantly, I would like to um, go to the, the press release that was made about Gary Post as a Zodiac Killer suspect, because I think that that is their... I mean, I guess it's the bulk of their evidence that they want to put forward for this guy to be the Zodiac, and if you're wondering if um the lines on the forehead are their biggest pieces of evidence, absolutely. They call them brain surgery scars. And actually, I will read off one thing that they have attached here, and I believe he got this. I mean, so says this little packet of evidence that they have created. And one more time, you can get this at their website. But um, it says, car hits the wall of an underpass and one person died. In Clinton, Indiana, an auto crash into the wall of a Chicago and Eastern Illinois Railroad underpass Friday on US-41 South, east of Clinton, killing an airman of the Rockville radar station and severely injuring another. The 782nd Aircraft Control and Warning Squadron listed the dead man as A2C Robert A. McManus, of 20 years old, originally from Brooklyn, New York. The injured man was taken to the Air Force Base and was blank. Something has been cut out. All right, so um, they're saying the injured man was Gary Francis Post. A very, very important piece of evidence in this little packet here is they have a side-by-side -side photo of it's some guy they're calling the Z, which appears to be um, Gary Francis Post, but they're referring to him as Z, and they're saying that this is Z's brain surgery scar, even though he has never been convicted, to the best of my knowledge. And they have a photo of him standing next to the drawing from Lake Berryessa, where the Zodiac Killer is wearing the hooded costume and holding the gun, and has the symbol on the uh, dicky flap that comes down. What exactly is their point? That, oh, well, that's a sketch of somebody wearing a baggy costume, and this is a photo of uh, Gary Post wearing baggy clothes. What on earth is your point? Are you smelling this giant pile of horse crap? Oh, no, I'm mistaken. It's actually bullshit. That is not even something from a witness, because... I mean, the witness didn't draw this out or anything. This is a Robert Graysmith original, to the best of my knowledge. And yes, Graysmith is getting this info from quote-unquote first-hand sources, particularly Brian Hartnell, which has then gone into the police reports, and then Robert Graysmith um, made this uh, drawing of the Zodiac at Lake Berryessa. Graysmith was a cartoonist, very good with a pen. But Greatsmith never actually saw the perpetrator at Lake Berryessa, unless you entertain that theory that he was an active participant. And it's it's a drawing of a guy of a guy in the Lake Berryessa costume and a photo of Gary Post in baggy clothing. What am I supposed to do with this other than say, you guys are just having a laugh? This isn't even an honest attempt, but the absolute kicker. The pal right in the kisser moment is they have a 1980 photo of a silhouette of a selfie in a hood. And they think that that's the Lake Berryessa hood, but it was taken in silhouette form like it's just the shadow. You dumb asses. 
All that is is a photo of a piece of wood. And there's a, yes, there is a silhouette that is a silhouette of something. And they're saying that that's the Lake Berryessa hood. Oh, this is going to be a short episode because I can't, I'm, a, I'm trying to hold back my laughter and just realize about how, how incredibly ridiculous and messed up these poor, sad, demented group of 40 plus private investigators could possibly be. Shame on you bastards for putting this crap out there. Seriously, shame on you dirty, rotten bastards. Jesus Christ, this is a load of crap. I mean, that's not evidence. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that next time I make any type of true crime episode. I'm going to be like, hey, here's a shadow on a piece of wood. Can I get the reward money? And then if I actually were to try and submit that to law enforcement... Be like, hey, I solved this case with the $100,000 reward. And they're going to be like, how did you solve the case? Well, I have a shadow on a piece of wood. Can I get my name in the paper? Oh, I'll get my name in the paper for like the arrest log or something. And this is just so dumb. I mean, it, this is like just some... Not a whole lot of substance, but I would like to get to the comments that you guys had left on the announcement that I had posted. Firstly, um, Tyler Grover said, That name has been out there for a while. Nothing to see here. It's once again connected to the Bates murder, which I don't believe was Zodiac-related. Neither does law enforcement. I don't either. NPC Porky writes, No Zodiac wasn't identified, Ned. It's just a bunch of clickbaity fake news. Yep, it sure is. And... Yeah, like, if somebody actually had a suspect, like, Mike Morford revealed a new suspect this year, suspect McDuff. All right, well, he genuinely believes that McDuff is the Zodiac Killer, and we had discussions. I have mentioned McDuff in numerous episodes. Well, let's weigh the merit of that idea. This one just doesn't even seem like an honest attempt, and I hope these guys actually believe this, but you'd have to think a group of 40 people... Would recognize that all they did was take a photo of a piece of wood, and where they found a photo of a piece of wood in Gary Post's dark room, and <laughs> oh, and not one of those forty people said, "Hey guys, I don't think we should go public with this because all that is is a photo of a piece of wood." Okay, well, we have a photo of him where he's wearing baggy clothes, and I guess the Zodiac's clothes at Lake Berryessa were baggy. Being weird is not a crime. Wearing a baggy shirt is not a crime either. And NPC Porky continued by saying, clickbaity fake news, just like the supposed identification of the Zodiac is Jack Torrance, Louis Myers, or Gary Stewart's father. Gary, what a wonderful name. Albert Forrell says, looking forward to this episode, I discussed it with my dad and suggested I write a book about him being the Zodiac. He's never been to the U.S., but uh, he does wear glasses, and he has he is of a suitable age, and he had military training. Albert is from Sweden, right? So, um, oh, El, if you, if you do want to write that book and uh, you want to connect your father to San Francisco, all you have to do is lie. These guys aren't exactly lying. I mean, I don't, maybe there's some women involved, 40 plus people. You think there would actually be some women, but they solved the Zodiac um, case, D.B. Cooper. They ruined some guy's life in it, which actually sounds rather tragic. 
But, um, oh, we have a question that comes to us from Eddie London who says, what do you think about the news of the Zodiac Killer being solved? Do you think they have the right man? No, I think they're being a bunch of annoying turds on the internet for some reason. I mean, as of now, I don't think they have released a book or anything. Or they In all of these news articles, it hasn't said anything about releasing a book. But um, interestingly enough, I would like to go to uh, some comments that I received from people via email. And actually, I asked some of the guys if they would provide statements to Black Box Online Radio. First, we have one from Mike Morford of ZodiacKillerSite.com, and he says, Hey, Ned, I'll just say that this is the next Earl Van Best grift. I think that the news outlets all ran with this story despite no confirmation from police investigating the Z case. So far, the suspect looks flimsy, and I'll only believe the case is solved when confirmed by law enforcement. Big thank you to Mike Morford of ZodiacKillerSite.com as well as ZodiacKiller.net. Yes, Independent investigators say they have solved the case. <laughs> These independent investigators suck, if I can be frank. And also we have one from Tom Voigt of ZodiacKiller.com. I just finished an interview with Rolling Stone about today's nonsense. Gary Post is an old theory that got fresh legs on a slow news day. Well, Tom Voigt, um, I'll look forward to your Rolling Stone interview when it comes out, but... This happens time and time again, though, because just a couple of months ago, there was um, an old news story. But there, as I said, though, um, slow news day, there's that phrase again. But there was that guy named Faisal Z from France who claimed to have solved the Z13 and Z32 ciphers. But it was an old story. It was six months old before it became popular in America. And I only learned about that because when I was Googling him and his solutions, all of the French-language news sources... We're talking about it in February, but um, the English news sources were talking about it in June. An old story that got some fresh legs, so that confirms what Tyler Grover said as well. And I'm, you'd think there'd be a little bit more than that. And I mean, this guy, Gary Post, he was an Air Force veteran. A lot of people think the Zodiac Killer was ex-Air Force. Um, he was a house painter, as I said, I heard in that one news source. I think it was CBS 13, but uh, don't quote me on that. And he was arrested for something at least in at least once. So criminal history, deviant behavior, as far as being a house painter goes, I was just going down um, with being a gifted underachiever of some sorts. Another thing I'm noticing is not anything about how they have solved the ciphers, but I think that more importantly than solving the ciphers, they... Oh, wait, I do remember one thing about the ciphers. But um, there is, I think, something that's much more important, and that is that they're putting out all this news coverage before they have the DNA. So what's your point? We don't have the physical evidence, but we have a photo of a piece of wood. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn off this um, recording soon just because... Uh, to answer your question, uh, no, I don't think this is the right guy. Uh, Drew Beeson, author of the book Sighting and on the Zodiac Killer and host of the Sodcast, says, I just saw the story, Ned, and I didn't see anything written too compelling about him at all. Looks like a publicity stunt, and a rather lousy one uh, added as well. The team be that found this bad suspect is led by Thomas Colbert. He had a terrible D.B. Cooper suspect that he pushed that went nowhere. I don't know anything about this Thomas Colbert guy, 
but yes, I was reading off those little um, article snippets before that said um, all these things about D.B. Cooper. Do you think they really have 40 people in this group? I get that they think that humanity is hopeless. They think the general public is not smart, that they're just going to say a bunch of dumb things and it's all going to be accepted. They're going to be the next Gary Stewart and they're going to get a book deal. They're going to have two books. So the um, Gary Stewart had the most dangerous animal of all, and Michael Boxall wrote the companion book, The uh, End of the Zodiac Killer Mystery. Yeah, you're going to have two books out there. But that's bad. You shouldn't get up there and blatantly lie the way that Gary Stewart did about a true crime case. And I know I'm laughing because, well, I'm laughing at how ridiculous they are. I don't mean to do anything disrespectful to anyone, really. Not the victims, not you guys in the audience, not even to these um, crappy scumbag shitwad messed up pieces of garbage who are going to lie about a cold case. I don't mean to be disrespectful to the pieces of garbage. It's either they're liars or they really, really suck at what they do. And that's not being disrespectful. That's just telling them the cold, hard truth. And I hope no one, no one is deceived by this pathetic, poor excuse piece of shit that they are trying to put out on the internet. I said I would watch my language. I didn't really do that too much. But these people seem like total liars. Either that or they're just really, really bad investigators. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this recording, and I had some great stuff to talk about with the disappearance of Donna last today, and that's going to come out next week. And, I mean, this really caught my attention. Lots of people are messaging me about it. You guys are so awesome for keeping me up to date. As I said, I just sat down, and I had all these notifications, and I was like, let's see who this guy Gary Francis Post is. And also, I meant, I meant no disrespect to him. I learned about him recently. I didn't know about Gary Post before this. Tom Voigt said that he had heard about Gary Francis Post before. All right, he was mentioned with some Zodiac Killer um, discussions. I mean, he's six feet tall. He was 175 pounds when he was 78 years old. That would be a little bit too light to be the Zodiac Killer if he were that weight in 1968-69, um, but that can change. And... Um, I really found they aren't sharing too many details about his life. However, they did say, though, that if you use one of the ciphers and you so you remove the letters Gary Francis Post, then it alters the message. But they didn't even say which one. I would expect that it's either the Z340 or the Z408, but I guess I'm just stuck looking at that damn piece of wood that has a shadow on it. And if you've listened this far into the episode, um, you guys are probably okay with the curse words. And also, can, can I just have one last time? Fuck you, case breakers. This is pathetic on your part. And if I'm wrong and it turns out Gary Post it was actually the Zodiac Killer, I will publicly apologize to the case breakers and we'll take it from there. Thank you for listening to this. Once again, I'm... We'll get back to the Don the disappearance of Donna last next week. If there's an anything goes segment that is coming out tomorrow. Thank you so much. You you guys are absolutely awesome. You guys are high quality for listening to this episode all the way to the end. And let's not be fooled by these clickbait snake oil salesmen losers who are calling themselves investigators. 
Now we can all just take a chill pill. I'm gonna go drink some tea and mellow out. I hope you guys do the th do the same. Until next time.